your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Wednesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. Means it's there's one day to opening day. That's what that means. That's, Less than one day. Yeah. But one sleep. There's one sleep until opening day. Eighteen hours away. First crack of the bat is eighteen hours away. Well, you just recently learned that Mother Nature hates baseball. So it's actually not a ten AM mountain start. It is a noon mountain start. I was doing the math with noon. What does that mean? You are correct. Yes. Never mind. Yeah. I was doing, what is that, central time zone? I No I'm one not, is I'm following not, you. I'm not sure about time zones. No one in the whole world has an idea what you're saying. The thousands and thousands of listeners that we have. It's four o'clock here. What? Is it? <laughs> no, I mean right now it's four o'clock. Yes. Right yeah. Daylight savings. Okay. It's four o'clock right now in the mountain time zone. Oh, oh God. Here we go again. Here, like I'm I got that one right. Now it's thirteen months. Yeah, what are was, you doing? Let's just build from there. I got this one right. You've been building on this <laughs> bit for like six, like I, over six months now. You've been building on this. You don't understand time zones. You don't understand calendars. You yeah, don't. because they've done it wrong for centuries. Who is they? They've, they've done it wrong. The 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 originator of the calendar, Steve Calendar. He's been doing it wrong this whole time. Taking the rest of the day off. This is not, today is not the day. Vital knows, loyal listener knows, friend of the show knows. It is the day, this is basically opening day eve. You can have 13 months of exactly 28 days with one worldwide holiday at the end. It's a genius idea. I want you to stop talking. Also, I'm really into the 24-hour day. What? Like the No! The military clock. You psychopath! You don't... You get used to it. You don't get away from it. Do you do you still read time in military time? I do all the time. Like the well, magazine? Like do I read Time magazine? Military Times? Do you still read Time? <laughs> Nun's Life? I wrote a I wrote a, a thesis to graduate college, right? I had to write a thesis. Okay. And uh here's the thing I don't love reading. Don't know if you guys are aware of that. Not a fan of books. Going to put that out there. Completely transparent. You've uh, said multiple times on record that you've never read a book. I've never read a book. I don't. I wouldn't. You I'm assuming what? you've read multiple amounts of Cliff's Notes in college, though. <laughs> you, you've had to read uh, read uh, Dr. Re- Seuss. No, because there's a Dr. S- there's a couple of Dr. Seuss books that are pretty easy to read. What just Hop on co- pop? There's lots of stuff that easy doesn't mean I do it. Hey, speaking of books, if you have one that you don't want, like if you're like, hey, I got a book, I don't want it. Cumulus Media, like the cluster, they're launching the Rock and Brew book drive. I don't know if you boys are aware of this. I am. But what it is, so you're aware, but Vital's not, because Vital's like me. He don't read. So now through May 8th, you can save $1 on beers and help get books into the hands of kids across Albuquerque for the summer. 
You bring in a new or gently used children's book to any. All right, first of all, are we like we're get, we're getting beer and we're helping kids? It's a win-win. Sure. This is a very. Are we giving beer to kids? No, that's not happening. Uh, you could, they could have a couple ounces from the live Just chat. Just not like a whole beer. From the live chat, it's three o'clock Mountain Standard Time. No, it's not. No, it's not. Four o'clock. No, it's not. It's four. I mean, 1600. And th- all right, it's, so that's what friend of the show Craig said. Sixteen hundred. Sixteen hundred. Sixteen oh four. Military time. Read to me. ABQ Network has been getting new and gently used children's books in the hands of students for nearly twenty-one years, collecting. Get this, boys. Five hundred seventy thousand books. A nonprofit can drink yeah. now. Speaking of beer, yep. twenty-one years old. You tell me they've taken five hundred seventy thousand dollars off beer. That seems like a deal. Drop-off locations include JPR Gravel, Red Door Brewing Company, Juno Brewing. Oh, I don't know that one. What is that? Juno, fifteen oh one First Street Northwest. What is, is that? that? Like yeah, a, it's right downtown here. Teenage Pregnancy Brewing it's Company. Pre- it's I like it. The movie Juno. Kind of hoppy, but it's good. Oh, niche, the, niche reference with that that's guy. Okay. That guy was the star of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Michael Sarah. Yeah. Michael Sarah was the, du- <laughs> the dude in the movie. They're both dudes. Canteen Brew House, Sidekick Brewing, Palmer Brewing, and Cider House. Don't know that one either. Where's that? How are there these places I've never been? I don't think I've been to Palmer. No, I'm, all right, put that on our list. We're going to Palmer. All right, let's do this. Insulting the Googs. Hold on. All right, on Maybe sat- I have. On Saturday, open Maybe up- their beer is so good. I had so many, I forgot I was there. You open up Facebook Marketplace on Saturday, okay? We look up yard sale. Then we go and buy for, what What do children books go for at a yard sale? A quarter? They go for a quarter, right? Yeah. So you buy a, we buy four books for $1. We turn those four books in for $1 off beers. We get four beers. We're in the black like $3, boys. Sure. This is money. Cactus Brewing, which also I've not been to, so I need to figure this out. K-A-K-T-U-S, Cactus Brewing. Hey, by the way, if you're a friend of the show and you're a fan of any of these places, call right now. 505-246-0610. I'm always taking your brewery recommendations. Totally been to Palmer. Is it it's g- very good. Show me a picture. They of got it. a bunch of ciders, too. It's in the industrial district we, around the corner from La Cumbre. You have it on your computer? Lift your laptop up. Let me La see Cumbre that. This is good. not good radio, per se. I don't that's, know that's that place. A, yeah, yeah, I don't know that place. Resource Brewing on Eubank. Which also hits. Steelbender, which hits very well. Quarter Celtic, which is, when I was on the dating app, Michael, Quarter Celtic was a go-to for me. Like We go there. We hang out. High and Dry Brewing, also very good. So there you go. So do, take a book to these places. Get $1 off a beer. Say the boys sent you. All right, so say this. Listen, we're here to rock and, roo, rock and brew book drive from the boys. Can I have one beer? Bueno. Bring a book. Bring a book. All the buddy. use bees, buddy. Yeah, Our, beer. My, yeah, my favorite host is Buck D. Like you, that say that stuff. My mom calls me Bubba, so there's another B. Yeah, but your mom thought it was three o'clock in the mountain time zone according to the live chat. So sixteen oh seven. Not necessarily trusting her moving forward. Well, you should trust her unequivocally. Ex Novo and Corrales is a good brewery. I'm not going to say it's not, but they're not part of the program. Okay. Yeah, so that's from the live chat. We weren't just naming breweries. No, these are all places you can go to get $1 off a beer with a children's book. Let's say, like, pretend, like, superfan Craig. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there who doesn't listen like he does. Right. What website can they go to see what breweries? I, I do not like Ex Novo beer. I do not like it. Let me make that clear. I do not want to drink it here. 
I'll give you a book for a dollar off a beer. Mm-hmm. That's that's the do- that's the book you have to donate. That Dr. Seuss book that I just did. Well, I'm assuming if you bring a children's book to breweries that aren't on the list either, they're gonna like guilt into giving you a dollar off. If you just use our names, because like we've been to all of them. Except for that one. Which one, Henry? I already forgot it. Which I already one? forgot. Cactus? Is that what I said? No, not Cactus. I've been to Cactus. Oh, Palmer. No, we've been to Palmer. Okay, well, I'm running out of what it was. What, it was Bender, like one of the first ones. Like no, still Bender's great. No, they got a really good a sour. Lot. Yeah, that one I'm familiar with. Yeah. I'm right. I'm pulling the email back up. Okay. Not that I didn't have that all memorized, because I did. I swear it. Turtley. Turtley. Also, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtley. Canteen Brew House, which is very good. I go to the one in the industrial district all the time. Yeah. You and I have been. One time, Michael, we were there, and this old man yelled at me to move my car, <laughs> and I, refu- <laughs> I refused. I was like, you got plenty of room to pull out, bro. And he's like, he's like, really? And I'm like, listen, I don't know what middle management life you live where you feel like you can just tell people what to do, but you're very confused in our relationship, stranger. Please successfully pull your own car out of a parking lot. Also, I understand why your kids hate you. <laughs> now, here, here's a buck. Go have a beer. Give me a book. Yeah. Vital, Fred's really good at making new friends. Nope. Uh-uh. I couldn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> we went to the KKOB birthday party last night, Vital. We made some friends there. Sure. That was kind of nice. Multiple. Multiple. A gaggle. Like, in like, good guy. Speaking hey. of that, did you like the uh, Smash 100 beer? Yeah. The What's it called? KKO beer? Yep, Smash 100. It's very good. Smash 100 is the beer. KKO beer is the series. Beer. Oh, so I thought Smash 100 was a challenge. So whenever I started yesterday, I smashed like three or four of them. And you're on your way. Yeah, but the brewery was like, sir, you can only have three. Like, you will die. Yeah. And our insurance isn't that good, sir. I said, do you understand limits? And I said, not in life. Like in, like physics? Yeah, like like balloons. <laughs> oh, okay. So there you go. So check this gravity. thing out. This is a cool thing. This is a super cool thing. Lack Get, of gravity after hey, three who, beers. I love that, the KKO beer name. That's really cool, isn't it, Vital? Whoever came up with that should get a raise. They didn't, Don't you agree? I, everyone in the station knows it was you, and Uh-oh. they didn't end up using <laughs> it, but I also believe it's because they knew it was you. Yeah, that's probably exactly accurate. Yeah. They were, so we have, like, you know at the workplace when you have, like, a suggestion box, and it's really just a way for HR to, like, get people in trouble? Sure. We have one here, and everyone recognizes your handwriting, so whenever you put one in there, I, I've seen them in the trash. I have weird handwriting. Yeah. It's not legible. It's it's like if a child attempted cursive. Chicken scratch. No, that's generous. Uh, it's better. It's better than chicken scratch, but it's less than like a psychopathic doctor serial killer. It's like right in between that. So no punchline here. Hundred percent true. You write your numbers from the bottom up, and I think that is a sign of oh, serial killer. No, here's the thing. Right? I. <laughs> I don't go from the bottom up. It just looks like it, which is even weirder. My, Michael, he's lying. He he writes his numbers starting like on on like a notebook page. He starts at the bottom and draw. He draws like a seven up, because st- you don't do that. You start at the top and draw it down. Everyone knows that, right? Can you see this from here, Vital? I got the number five here, and it looks like the letter S is wearing a hat. That's it's, not. That's that not. That kind of looks like my five. Oh, really? Yeah. I okay. And. Sweet. And also, I have, like, all capital letter, like, grade school teacher handwriting that, like, can always be read from any distance of a chalkboard. You oddly chose lowercase letters just every once in a while. See, that's more psychopath to me. 
Now that you've pointed it out, you just got like, why are all my G's lower? So every letter yeah. that goes below the line, I've made lowercase. There's a all right. The Y. Look at that Y. You just put a lowercase Y hey, for whatever reason. Put this on your to do list. Let's get like a mental health expert on here to test us both for I what like our this. hand for what our handwriting says about our, each other. I like other. this a lot. The friends of the show need to know. Depression has to do with a backward seven in your life, sir. The all right with, so, with our focus on mental illness on this show yeah. and how much we talk about it, and you know, just listening to the show. <laughs> Go with what you know. <laughs> they're not going to be surprised at all. No loyal listener will not be surprised by our diagnosis. Big announcement coming out by uh, our friend Robert Gibson and obviously Scott Bibiano over at Reloaded Talent and Productions. Uh, well, and, and, and your boys are a little bit a part of this. We're going to be there, too. Uh, Juan Villarreal is coming to the Fusion, boys, so just be ready for that cool little stand-up thing. Funny dude. Yeah, we will definitely put that on the social media outlets, Talk ABQ. I don't think I did it, so I'll do it now. I am Fred Slow. You are Van Nunley. Making the program go round is Mike Vitale. We're excited for today. Fantasy baseball talk, NFL talk, the Lakers, obviously. This, this commander story to me is too good. We haven't got to it. We're going to get to it. Snyder and his boys trying to cheat the other owners out of money. This is the one that gets him. Like, like it was all upskirts and weird stuff and, and oppo cap, all that stuff. Yeah. Don't matter. Now you mess with his money. You took money from the boys. Yep. So we're going to go into that at least uh, at length. Josh Shushan will join us at 515. Hey, barn burner last night for the ice tubs, huh? Well, that's the first game of the season, you know, just a pitcher's duel. I mean, tough loss, but, like, heck a good finish. Nice walk-off, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it sucks when the bad boys win, but, I mean, you had me entertained up till the very end. It wasn't end. El Paso, Fred, but it was <sighs> Oklahoma City. Nice. Oh, those stupid chinchillas. Chihuahuas? Chinchillas. Both. I hate both. Yeah. What's a chinchilla? All right, so a chinchilla. I just feel so that, sorry for Oklahoma City. That's a muskrat, isn't it? Chinchilla. Uh, I think it's similar. Cousins. Chinchilla's like a chubby muskrat. It's like if Jonah Hill was a muskrat. But also the <laughs> the fur on a chinchilla is uh, what I think the clouds in heaven are made out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's very soft. Corella DeVille had one. Yeah. It's um the texture of Kevin Durant's hair is chinchilla. Which, the fake hair or the real hair? Very soft. Okay. Very soft. Mm. Thank you so very much to John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy for sponsoring the studio. You call your boys today. We will answer 505-246-0610. Tomorrow's opening day. Woo! Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. How long have you and I been friends? Five years? Almost, yeah, right? Almost? That sounded like a question. Five years? How long have we been business partners? Three? Three? So, Vital, I can't for the life of me to get Van to donate one hour of time a day to work. I can't do it. Outside the show, won't do it. You ask Van to donate one hour to fantasy football or fantasy baseball, and Van will say, one hour, that's it? <laughs> What's up with that? I do about 15 minutes a day during the season, but uh, your boy's been prepping for like a week now. Are you talking about work or fantasy radio? baseball? Fantasy baseball, yes, of course. Yes, of course you are. Yeah. So – Fancy baseball talk from your boys because uh, we put work into that. I mean, who's your top guy this year? What's up? Number one overall pick? Yeah. Uh, for fantasy purposes, if he can be healthy all season, it's Trey Turner. Stupid. Why are you being serious? A middle infielder? Who Who I think it should be is either one he, of Juan Soto or uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. 100% Juan Soto or Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Also, I don't hate the kid in Cleveland. 
Like, well, Trey Turner batting at the front of the Dodgers lineup can hit 30 dongs, 40 steals, and get about 120 runs and hit over 300. That's a that's a fantasy league winner right there. But I think the easy money is on Soto or Vlad because they're just going to compile numbers all year. I think it's my first year in the last 10 years where Mike Trout is out of my top 10. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy to me. I have him at the end of the top 10. You got him like at 10? Um, On mine, I believe he is 8. Okay. I don't think that's correct. I think there are guys that are because of his – I'll use like Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman I never would have put in the top 10, although solid guy, you want him at first. If he's there, you always take him. But to me, he's now become, because of the lineup, a top 10 guy. Well, he's a first baseman. There's no positional scarcity for first baseman. There's tons of good first basemans after him. He's the best of all of them. No, Vlad, Vlad Jr. is. Oh, I keep forgetting that he's only the first base now. I, well, he's first I base think, DH. Yeah, first DH. Yeah. He used to be first third last year, but he didn't play enough third base last year. It'd still be first and third. Yeah, he's just first base. And that's yeah. It is. And also, like, if you're really like, if you're that guy who's like, hey, at the top of the lineup, I want to be able to move my guys around a fantasy a lot, uh, Mookie Betts is your guy. Because Mookie Betts will have second center corner. So well, second center right field. I faded Mookie Betts a little bit. I still I have him as a second rounder. I don't have Mookie as a first rounder. Our fantasy draft is tonight. We, we how many teams in our league? Ten. It's ten. Yeah. Ten. So a lot of teams, a lot of leagues have twelve. Sure. Which makes how you draft a little different. Whatever. Yep. 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 The we got our our league is so deep. There's so many statistical categories. Ugh. There's so many extra positions. It's exhausting, Michael. It's like a 14, 15, 16 person league, Michael. And the bench, it's so stupid. And you have to know sleepers every single week for pitching. It is it is not fun. It is exhausting. I like being a scout or a GM. Nine people in my league are really excited for it every year. Guess who's the one? That is correct. Fred Slow. He just wants to draft and then coast the rest of the year and not put any effort in his team at all. I have zero interest in knowing what Merrill Kelly is doing from the fourth starting position for the Arizona Diamondbacks <laughs> against whoever they're playing that week's of San Diego. Like, no, shut I'll, up. I'll start Merrill Kelly if he's, <laughs> if, he's, if he's in Arizona playing the Marlins or the Pirates. I'll pick him up and stream him. Don't you know that Miles Mikolas has an ERA below 2.33 whenever he plays the Pirates on days after night games in a neutral or away field? No. That's, no, I do not know analytics. that. Now you're getting into analytics. Yeah, but, well, to be fair. You, all right, to be fair. To be fair. Mm, to be fair. To be fair. Everybody has a 2.33 ERA against the Pirates. So, I mean, there's that. Yeah. Uh, the. Uh, the percent of swing and misses from Miles Mikolas against right-handed batters that have blue eyes during day games is 22%, which is two out of every 10 pitches thrown that don't incorporate balls or intentional walks and also fouls. Oh, You're like, I'm writing this one down. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that one. See? I'm going to put that in my arsenal. <laughs> You're that nerd. <laughs> You're so nerdy. God, I love it so much. Do you? There's, no, there's not a fun conversation where you're like, hey, dog, um, I'm not trying to tell you not to get ahead of me on the way, Royer, but I'm really eyeballing uh, the fourth starter in the rotation, Kyle Gibson, for the Philadelphia Phillies. I just think that he's a crafty lefty. I'm like, what? Can we, can we just have breakfast? 
Right, Kyle Gibson's a streamable starter as well. See, there you, we, uh, you keep using these great examples that are backing <laughs> me up right now. You know, as long as his rehab in AAA goes well, I think where he comes back to the big league team, he's going to have an opportunity not just in the rotation, but to maybe come out in the bullpen late in the year. That you know, knowledge may make you a rich man when you... Well, see, I only talk about this stuff to people who I know are in the cult already. I don't just pick out strangers in line at Arby's and say... Hey, where do you have that Bobby Witt Jr. ranked? He made the opening day roster. I have him as an eighth rounder. Yahoo has him as a sixth rounder. Who knows? Hey, but you'll dead A be like, say, all right, say you're out anywhere and you see someone with like a Mets hat and you're like, huh, hey, Pete Alonzo, right? Finishes worse than third in the home run chase. That's going to be a wasted season, my guy. <laughs> if he's not first or better, you're like, better than first? What does that mean? Well, see, that's just talking baseball. That's not fantasy. Okay. Yeah. See, that I do every time. I. I gave uh, at the gym this morning because we start every day at the YMCA. Michael, I gave some MC two, came early this morning. Two different guys' knuckles today at the YMCA because I had on baseball shirts and I had a baseball shirt on. We're all excited. They were not excited. They don't like your energy the way that you think they do. <laughs> you know what they I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? Reevaluate. I'm going to ask them to explain that to me thoroughly next time. Yeah, they're going to love that. <laughs> hey guys, I really recognize I'm not vibing with you very well. Could you maybe give me some pointers on how I can fit in better? We have a, no, we have an exit interview about my vibe. Oh my gosh! And they start talking to you, and you're like, you're like, yeah, no, I'm absolutely hearing you out. But if Jose Abreu doesn't lead the AL and RBIs, don't you think it'd be a real distraction <laughs> to the success of the White Sox? And they're like, no, man, no. Speaking of distraction. They changed the batter's eye in Oakland, so AL West pitchers on the road are going to have a, a, a higher uh, <laughs> strikeouts per nine this year Fred's because the, the home team is – the A's got rid of a lot of players this year, so their batting average is going to be down. And with that, well, with that, that is true. They when they, alter, when they altered players. that batter, batter's eye, it, they're just taking away the whole home what, field advantage. What do they do in Oakland? Did, for the batter's eye, did they just put up a, a printout of Google Maps on how to get to Las Vegas? Yeah, exactly what, what they did. Yeah. It's the deed. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a Zillow. It's a Zillow. It's a, it's a Zillow search for open land in Las Vegas. It's uh, you know, the welcome to Las Vegas sign, but it's but instead it's welcome to Las Vegas sign, but it's welcome uh, welcome to Las Vegas, Las Vegas athletics, and then yeah. you're like, oh, this is yeah, this is foreshadowing. Welcome to uh, the Sin City, also home of what used to be Oakland. Yeah. And they end up with like all like the mo- like so when the A's go to Las Vegas next year, they're going to end up with like all the most like suspect mobster names like like Lucas Giolito. He'll be out there, and you'll be like, okay, don't mess with that guy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's tied. That he's Forget tied. About it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, let me introduce hey. you to my friend Robbie Ray. <laughs> like, right? Okay. Sorry, sir. You see that cut fastball? Forget about it. Hey. Giolito's on the mound. Forget uh, about it. He's out there. You know what he's? You know what he's doing? He's throwing <laughs> that stuff. And you're like, what? Talk about Giolito. So, welcome to Las Vegas Oakland Rooch Soccer Club. Who? They're next. Hey, you know, you know who wasn't here yesterday? It was Las Vegas Las Vegas Legends. <laughs> the uh, Open Cup took a little thump in there from your boys at home. United put it on them five zero. That's five zip. Hey, ripped them, ripped them with their backups too. Duh, duh. They didn't even play the big dogs. Hey, stop that. They took it easy. Why on. are you saying that? They took it five zero. Took it easy on. All right, there are things you don't talk about. It could have been like thirteen rip with the big dogs. I called a no hitter yesterday. Uh, yesterday, last weekend, against the Highland Cowgirls. Highland, yeah, it was a tough one. Cowgirls got no hit, which was a which was a bummer. 
But I like, made the game go faster though. So the, uh, about the fastest game I ever called. <laughs> like, and it was a seven inning one. It wasn't even a five inning one. Let's grab a break. Oof. Human on ninety five point nine FM AM six ten. The sports animal. All right, first one to raise their hand gets to ask. Van Michael, first one. Who's asking? Go ahead, Mikey. All right, Mikey, you too. Okay, Michael, ask me what I had for lunch. What did you have for lunch? Oh, great question. Thanks for asking, Michael. So I went out to Ice Toast Park. Ice Toast today announced that they're doing like their new like what word should I use? Gourmet, gourmet foods. Yeah. I mean, is that the word? So you have regular ballpark foods, hot dogs. Ballpark food has gone gourmet. They, there, so there is, yeah, gourmet. Gourmet. Gourm- All right, say that again. Gourmet. I don't, I don't love the way you're pronouncing it. Do it one more time. Like the that G word that they put a, a, in front of food stuff. Yeah, gourmet. That's that's how you say it, right? I've been doing that my whole life. And that not not right, Vitale. Michael, does that anger you? I, I, no, it doesn't anger me because he does his sevens upside down. That's, yeah, uh, right, yeah, fair. Too, okay, that's actually nice callback. So I go out today to Isos Park, and I go with you guys know Robert Gibson. Sure. All right, well, that dude, yeah. dude, that dude gets down on weird food. He was in. So <laughs> the they killed it. They absolutely killed it. No other way to describe it. So they number one, they got it's like being done by new individuals, like same company, new peoples though, right? So they got this new head chef. So they come in and they're like, um, they're like, let's let's go, like let's let's get this. Jim Griego is his name. I don't I don't know if he needs a radio. By the way, I'm super bummed that I was booked and couldn't go to this. That was part of the deal. Number one, I love baseball. Number two, love the isotopes. Mm-hmm. Number three, uh, food. Yes, please. Yeah, all these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got there today, and Jim Griego, who, by the way, local. So it's a shout-out for Albuquerque. So yeah, eat. The way it should be. Culinary Arts at CNM. Dude's just got – he's got the touch, okay? He's got the touch. And you know when I first moved to town, not to go on this little tirade right now, but when I first moved to town, you and I would go places. We would go to eat meals. Yeah, yeah. And we would go to a restaurant. And Vital, I, people wouldn't be like, oh, this tastes really good. They wouldn't say that. What they would say is, this tastes really hot. It's not the taste of the food that matters in New Mexico. It's the temperature. To you. I'm just telling you. To us, it's both. Who's us? It's a combination of both. I need a definition on us real quick. Borqueños. No. No. Mexicanos. I'm, I'm telling you from like firsthand observation, New Mexican does not care about how food tastes. New Mexican only cares about the temperature of food. And hey, I, You're talking more Las Cruces. Las Cruces is just... In your face, uh, aggressively hot. Boys, if I sit down right now at, at Sadie's or Wex, the first thing the waitress says is, chili's not that hot today. You're Second like, thing they say is, you're like, nice, I'll finally try it. No, because I know they're <laughs> lying. <laughs> well, it, not, it's not hot for a lifer, but it's still fire for you. No, dog, that's how they trick people into buying it. Because they're like, they're like, oh, it's not that hot, I could probably get some. But if you're like, hey, chili is chili is fire today. People are like, cool. I'm gonna go with like stuff that tastes good instead. Look, I took you to all kinds of places when you got here. We did Indian food and Southeast Asian food. We did Thai and Vietnamese and Asian and everywhere around the world, Greek, Mediterranean, a yeah. lot of New Mexican, of all right. course. Also, French and you food. hated every single one that wasn't Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I'm a Cracker Barrel mark. Yes. Fred, the curry is very spicy today. Yeah. Like, this curry tastes nothing like Cracker Barrel. Boys, I can eat curry-ish, but 
Yeah, there's no like if I would be like, hey, name that really good French restaurant here in Albuquerque. Uh, uh that, that croquet. They, that's a game. You're talking about a a backyard field game. I know I'm saying it wrong. There's one in Uptown, and it's really more of a bakery. That's Joe, what I'm trying to get. Joe's Bistro. Troquet. <laughs> what? Troquet. T r o q u e t. You know we're gonna have Francina Walker on the show next week when we're downtown live. by oh, my house. Wow. Yeah, while we're live at Isto's Park, we're gonna have Francina oh, Walker. She's on. the best. Yeah, and we're, I'm gonna ask her to pronounce that word because she never messes up a pronunciation. Troquet. 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 Gourmet. Isotopes ballpark has the best gourmet food going and i'm about to tell you all about it so the ichiwawa barbecue sandwich and you're like cool fred it's just a barbecue sandwich like I even- by the way how dare them put the el paso chihuahua's name in there <laughs> i was thinking the same <laughs> all right so i didn't bring that up we're gonna rebrand it to what anything but well so it's a there's cheese on it that's the whole thing i cheese wawa i cheese wawa i chihuahua barbecue sandwich consists of a full pound of spicy barbecue pulled pork a full pound? One pound on the okay. bun, the white bun. Then, and I'm going to tell you right now, because you know I'm not this guy, but I'm going to tell you. There were some diced green chilies on there. Pretty good in my mouth. Pretty good in my mouth, okay? They, is it tourist hot chili? You could handle it? I believe it's hatch. Okay. Okay. And then creamy jalapeno nacho cheesed, okay? Multiple peppers. Yes. Okay, I'm surprised you survived this one. Crispy chili, you're going to have to help me out. Like the little, what is this called when you do the chili on top? Chili Reneo, what is that called? You know what I'm talking about. I don't about. know. You're just doing sprinkly yeah, it's like a sprinkly things boy. with your fingers. Good, spicy. If you want, eat it with a knife and a fork. I'm not going to question your manhood. But if you can put that whole thing in your mouth in one bite, you're in a special club. You're in a very special club. There was a green chili Philly, just as good. Say that three times fast. Mm. Real I Real used, legit. When I used to be carnivorous, that was one of my f- favorites, green chili fillies here. I agree. Yeah. Now, here's where it gets, okay, boys. I don't walk down certain paths, and that is like gamed meat, okay? I don't know anything about hunting. I don't eat, I don't eat like meats that aren't from a farm. <laughs> like it has, if Ronald McDonald messes with it, like, then I'm in. You're really into, like, sweaty meats, too. You like deli meat a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love deli meat. How is it gamey? In what way? Well, hold on. No, here's where I'm going. Oh, okay. Because they had these Wild West sausages. Mm-hmm. And I was... So one of them is elk. One of them is duck. One of them is rattlesnake. And one of them is alligators. Okay? What? Yeah. And, and so the ice like are like... Fresh, fresh-caught gator from the Rio Grande? Homeboy. Okay. And also this, not trying to start a conversation about it, just going to put it out there. I don't know the difference between alligator and crocodile. I know there is one. Could not tell you what it is. I think it has something to do with salt water. Uh, it's the distance of time that you see them next is the only difference, I ah, think. I like that. Because you see one later. Yeah. But another one you see after, after a while. After a while. Yeah. That's As far as I know, that's the only difference in between them. So. <laughs> I grew up in St. Louis. Michael grew up in Milwaukee. In between us, a city called Chicago. So, what the isotopes has done is they've taken elk, duck, rattlesnake. What am I saying? Rattlesnake? And they've taken the last one, which is alligator, and they've created it Chicago style with, like, full-fledged cuttings of, like, tomatoes and coverings and, and toppings and the whole Ooh, deal. That's interesting. Oh, my gosh. So, 
uh, me and Robert went. I got two. I got two. He got two. Then we traded halfway through, and it was it was. So, I, anyways, I put I put all this stuff in my mouth. Did you guys like Lady in the Trampet at yeah, all? Obviously, like one end of the hot dog each. Yeah, I was like yeah. I was like Kob, put the camera on us. <laughs> they were like, no, Fred. Brandon Wilson was like, I'm not Fred. Fred, no, and stop standing so close to me. I was like, yes, ma'am. I'm sorry, Michael. What was that? What was that feedback, Michael? Was that about? Was that about my lack of understanding for New Mexico food? No, somebody wanted to call and say his baseball season starting tomorrow. I thought it was today, and I go, it's tomorrow. Well, the ice tubs are already playing. That's why we're off of five forty-five. Right. So major league baseball. Big shout out. I'm super excited for it. Uh, Jim Gregor, who you're going to see walking around the ballpark, he's like an everyday dude. He's going to wear the chef. He's a chef. I'm, we'll call him Jim Gregor that last time. Moving forward, we just call him chef. Sweet. So super in on it. It was a lot of fun. You guys missed out. That's it. That's the whole thing. I'm rubbing it in your face. You sure did. Uh, what about delicious things that I can eat? <laughs> is yeah, there, instead of a one pound. Is there a new salad? A one-pound sandwich. That's a lot to eat at a ballpark. Okay, it is not. God, you're such a coward. Yeah, Michael. Well, I'd rather eat more pizza than I would a, a huge hoagie. I mean, they still got Dion's, right, with green chili oh, and, and green chili and green chili ranch. All right. the traditional stuff is still there. Like like spirally, potatoy boy, still there. Popcorn still Popcorn all day, like still there. I mean, ribbon fries with cheese on it, right? Oh, I mess with ribbon fries. And I, you can get all the... Ribbon, yeah, that's good. Ribbon fries with like a mix of real cheese and science cheese like might be my favorite. Those seasony boys, you know what I'm talking about on the top? Like they have all the cans of the seasoning boys. Yes. It's like Lindy's and it's like there's yeah. like a garlic one. Yeah. Oh, dog. I, I mess with garlic salt on my popcorn. You put garlic salt on everything, though. Primarily popcorn. That's my go-to. Like, if I go to, like, a theater, like, if I have to sit through the abomination that is three hours of Batman, like, at least I got my garlicly salty boy because I brought that in with me. Do people around you complain because there's too much garlic on it? Uh, people are, smell them. No, <laughs> it's not because. It's like, this guy has a numb tongue or he's trying to ward off vampires. Uh, from the live chat, uh, Van, edibles are now legal. So there's your recommendation. For that is true. Snacks at the okay, deal. But the problem is I'm going to be very hungry like an hour later. Oh, my God. Who wants to eat Steve Austin? No, it's not the, the rattlesnake Steve Austin. It's actual rattlesnake, which I believe is farmed. I know I was making a scene about it, but I don't think these are like wild caught. I don't believe that. They don't have isotopes employees. This friend of the show, Forrest Stulting, doesn't have to go catch rattlesnakes every yeah. Monday is what you're saying. Dylan Storm's out there like getting ready to do. He's like, "All right kids, the inner inning promotion is here's your bag and a stick." Snake charmer. <laughs> yeah. For halftime entertainment. Please watch over in the far right field yeah. corner. And and they bring one to, yeah. to Dylan and he's like he's like, "Junior, I think that's a king cobra." <laughs> how many of you kids know how to play the flute? Yeah. What do we do if we get bit, kids? We run. That's <laughs> you ever been bit by a snake, Michael? No, I've seen a lot of them. The Middle East, they got them. They hit what I found was crazy when I was over in Iraq. Years what is the ago, Middle East, like a, Ohio, huge, Illinois, that area. No. <laughs> they have huge camel spiders, and they're huge. There's nothing to do with snakes, although put that on the list. Snakes and spiders, both on the list. I first, I. I know, Michael. I know you're super concerned with breaks, but let me run. The Wait, which list? Like so, of things of, of names that Cleveland should have named their teams instead of oh, Guardians. Is that good. the list? That's super good. Oh, okay. So I was uh, 
here, here. So the state of New Mexico, if you boys are familiar, they have rattlesnakes. Sure. Cool. They're everywhere. Well, you're saying that like yeah. that's something I should have known when I moved they here. They taste like chicken. That's the too. first thing I told you. I thought they were fictitious, like Roadrunners. I was like. Okay, yeah, you did think Roadrunners were fake. Yeah, I didn't. You were, you were, you were he, <laughs> Vital Fred was amazed by Roadrunners for up until like a yeah, year ago. I didn't know they were real. Yeah. This he, is like. He keeps taking pictures of them and showing them to me. And I'm like, Fred, <laughs> yes, that is a real Roadrunner. It's not the just one. Bird. They're everywhere. You know how like you'll like go on a date with like a real pretty girl and she's like, I didn't know bats were real. I just thought they were for Halloween. That's how I felt about. Roadrunners. Road yeah. I didn't know they were real. And apparently rattlesnakes. And rattlesnakes. So I told you, like, whenever the concrete ends in Albuquerque and you see dirt and cactus, there are snakes. Yes. Be careful. But I never saw one, but I experienced one because I was, I'm, I'm doing a foothills thing. And here's what I hear, Michael. And I'm like, this is the thing I was told to watch out for. The other way, literally scooted. But here's the thing you don't even know, really know where to scoot because, like, you don't. You just don't know. So anyway, so I lost it. I, I ran the other direction. That's the whole thing. What are you looking up there? What's that? I'm looking at the word of the day. Yeah. Somebody just texts us a four-letter word on 505-246-0610, sports animal text line. Not one of those four-letter words. Oh, okay. And I'm assuming they sent the uh, the word of the day to the wrong number. And if it's actually today... <laughs> Those giveaways, those national giveaways? It is. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna text this guy back that you have to text It's actually a different this number. Other number. But good looking out though. Thanks for participating. Ending the first hour whenever we get back. Thank you so very much to the YMCA Center New Mexico where we start our days every single day. Um Michael, I made a bunch of shots in a row at the gym this morning. I was like, Okay, I'm feeling pretty good. Courts like I'm I'm a natural out here, everything's going good. And then Van's like, Dog, the rim's set to nine feet. Well, nine and a half. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I was like, oh, let me let me just live a well, life. You think that'd make you shoot worse because you've been shooting at ten feet for quite some time now. All right, uh, friend of the show. If you started dunking all over the place. I'd be like, Fred, that's nine foot. And, of, and now, would you put it down to eight so I can? Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> friend of the show, and uh, really, basically a day one or Mindy. Uh, she says, "Heads up, snakes can swim." Therefore, I'm no longer going in the water ever again. Period. Also, don't know what eels are. In the Mississippi, they swim. In the Rio Grande, they only swim if they down have Down in Louisiana, to. in the swamps. I did military training down there. They got water moccasins. They oh, water moccasins are like the crazy. worst. And they bite, man, from what I hear. Yeah, down in Louisiana, down in New Orleans, two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. D, sports animal. All right, so we've hit a nerve here, okay? Friend of the show, Tom Ruiz. You know Tom. Sure. So Tom says, camel spiders are huge. Camels are huge, so you'd figure camel spiders would also be big. Now they're nasty. So Tom, well, and Tom is Do over. They spit like camels too. Is that why they call them camel spiders? All right. So Tom should call the show right now because Tom's over at the Albuquerque Fire Department, and I like I'm the guy who would call the fire department if I saw. Like like a big ass spider or snake in my house on would, the wall. Oh my god! I would I would call the fire department so fast. Yeah, that's one of the most creepiest things seeing a huge spider on the wall and your bed's right next to it. Uh, ooh, oh god! You're talking about my old apartment because <laughs> I would be moving. Five zero five two four six. And also, like, did you see the live chat, man? People are like, 
yeah, uh, rattlesnake swim. There's uh, cotton mouse are a thing. It looks like snakes can jump up to six feet. Uh, this thing from Greg, I can't. Craig, I can't read on the air. Like this is brutal. What's your number one fear, and why is it snakes? Um, I really don't have one right now. Uh, but when I was a kid, I'd be scared of sharks, like even in like swimming pools. I got just a rational fear that the sharks were everywhere where water existed. All right. I just Googled deadliest snakes. Have you ever heard of a viper? Oh, my God. Okay. I just found out how big camel spiders can get. How big? That is insane. How big do they get? Oh, my God. Like a human thigh. Yeah, they're oh, huge. Oh, God. Are you messing with Yes. Oh, God. This is the grossest thing I've ever seen. This is like a villain you fight in a video game. Oh, and it looks fake. This thing tries to kill Zelda. This is nightmare fuel. No, thank you. Tom, why? Why did you why? put that in our, why did you put that in our head? Uh, I don't know what this word is. Arachnia? What is that? Arachnid? Oh god, I don't like that. Oh gosh. I I'm never looking at that again. Okay, sports talk when we come back. Um Okay, there's one that's totally fake, but it's like the size of a human, and I don't appreciate you doing that, Mr. Photoshop. Unacceptable, really, the way I say it. NFL Talk, Josh Shushan, 5.15. Wrap up the program today with whatever we missed. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. I was like, good gracious. 5 o'clock. How was your work day, friends? 505-246-0610. 15 short minutes away from Josh Shushan joining us. Absolute absolute banger of a baseball game last night. Tough loss for the Isotopes, but lost in a walk-off against the Dodgers. Josh's going to recap that. Good little broadcast. Do you have the highlight of that? You probably don't have the Yes, loot. I do. You have, the, you have, like, the last. I got the walk-off if you want. Yeah, that might be nice. Okay. Because, I mean, it sucks to lose, but I love entertainment, and that one was entertaining throughout, so. Talk a little bit ice toast baseball. I mean, Josh is calling it right, not the home, not the home call. No, just Josh with a call. Okay, great. Yeah, okay. he does a great job. I mean, do we want him to relive it again? Why, do we, why do we not? Want, do we it's, want to put? He's a pro. Love the game of baseball. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm with you. It sucks. You can't. I mean, but you do play by play, Fred. You got to be. There's got to be a certain amount of objective objectivity. <sighs> oh no, not from nah, me. not from no. Fred. I mean, you can't uh, be all homerism. Yeah, no, I'm no he's a homer I'm for sure. Hundred percent. Also, like when you do lose, I, I always say this phrase. I say, can't win them all. It's like, because somebody has said that historically. So I'm in on, can't win them all. Eli Manning said that to Tom Brady. So it's been said at least once. Well, he beat him twice. Well, I mean, when Tom Brady was undefeated. I mean, that's what, it was an undefeated Patriots joke there. They they ended up with a defeat because you know why. Can't win them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that. Okay, that's what they say. And here's the thing: once you lose one, then you don't have the pressure of winning them all anymore. So really, all the pressure's off. You just it's all uphill from there, or is it downhill, or is it like a flat area? What's easier? I'd say flat. As far as planes, it's all like absolutely flat from there. Well. It's completely level from there, my friend. You know the saying. Well, what, no. <laughs> it's not a saying. 
Josh Shushan will be joining us. A little NFL talk right now. All right. So there are two digs that play football, right? Yes. All right. So there's one. There's a dig route where yeah. you do a quick fake and then run to the post. There's also the um, – Oh, you mean the brothers. Well, I mean, at first I was going to talk about the Warriors. Oh. Yeah. Can you dig it? Oh, I can. Oh, okay. So there's two digs, okay? Okay. So there's one's a mom's joke. You keep going. And the other one is you're so fat. Those are the two best digs. Mm. Yeah, I okay. agree. Cool. Trayvon plays for the Dallas Cowboys. Accurate. So then, Michael, I got a little, I got a little feedback in my head. So Trayvon plays for the Cowboys. And he is the best one? Is that the way to describe him? At his position or what he does? Man, they are both excellent. They're both excellent. But, but if you were to rank them. Because you have to. You would rank Trayvon higher in the cornerback echelon. Yes. Yeah. Now, like, there's another one, I think, too, right? Derez. I don't know. I think he's still in college, but there's another one. A third one? A new digs emerges? There's another one. But Stefan is the wide receiver. He's been around. He's been good for a minute. He's very good. And the other day, Stefan, who catches passes from this guy, Josh Allen. You you ever heard of this cat? He's very good. He can go. You know I'm a homer for Josh. So he, and this was the knock on Josh Allen for some time, can't throw the long ball. His, His downfield is like 10%. He's garbage. And then you looked at the Buffalo Bills wide receivers, and you're like, are you sure it's Josh? Uh, yeah, that's it, not a Josh thing. I don't think it's a Josh thing. So then Stefan shows up, and all of a sudden, Josh Allen's a world beater. Yep. So the other day, Stefan says on the social media, emoji, emoji, emoji. Everyone's like, oh, no, he wants traded. <laughs> like, we got to figure it out. We got him for two years on lock, but we just can't. 2020, 127 catches, 1,500 yards. 2021, 103 catches, 1,200 yards. Eight touchdowns, 10 touchdowns. Okay, doing pretty well. Buffalo's like, yeah, we got you. Take all the money, run. 104 mil, four years on top of the two there he had. Six years total, 127-something total made off. My boy made off. He did very well. But I think that is under market value. What? Yes. 25 mil per? Tyreek just got 40. Well, that's different. Because like, salary caps don't really matter anymore in the NFL. It's all a joke science. And you just play bonuses out every year to your guys instead of paying actual salary money. And the NFL has figured this out as far as keeping the books. He's going to get a brand new contract next year, too. That's You're not going to see too many guaranteed contracts in the NFL. That's why it's all about that bonus money. There's some clever dudes out there on that And this stuff. restructure every year. Restructure, 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 bonus, bonus, bonus. So there's this guy, you may have heard of his name's Tom Brady. He's done, he set the standard for this. Diggs received a huge 104 mil extension. Keep him in Buffalo for four more years. 70 mil on the gear. Pretty good get. It's a good get. And now you're seeing that trend with teams in the NFL going all in and tearing it down in a couple of years after going all in. Uh, the trend you're going to see is Debo Samuel today now tweeting. That's the trend you're going to sure. see. Who's next? Because these guys are tweeting for money. 
That's the world we live in now. Players get to pick. LeBron set the standard. It's all leagues. Players get to pick. I don't think anybody's in the league with Devontae or Tyreek. That's basically 1A and 1B, right? But the next level of receivers, it's a receiver-driven league. Everyone has a good quarterback. There's 20 Super Bowl winnable quarterbacks in the NFL now. But do you have the weapons or not? And people used to pump money into running backs. Now all that old running back money is going to the wide receiver. So it's Adams at, at 140, Hill at 120, Diggs at 104, which, by the way, taking a dig at Amari Cooper at 100. Michael Thomas, did you realize Michael Thomas makes 96 mil? Yeah, he got an extension early. Well, he set the friggin' receiving record a few years ago and then immediately got hurt. That dude's only 25, too. He got time. He does have time. I mean, but there's money out there for this position. But also guys that don't deserve it, not going to say they don't deserve it, but I'm going to say that Christian Kirk doesn't deserve it. Man, what if they're on to something there and he just busts out this year and earns every dollar? If 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 72 million for Christian Kirk ends up being a deal, but it's 72 million but up to 90, right, with bonuses? Oh gosh, you'd have to miss me with the exact details on that. Sure, I don't I don't remember exactly either. But I, yeah, I'm going to say approximately That's too much money for a number 2. That's for sure. Hey, but Jacksonville's like, listen, we need to keep. We need somebody. We got to keep sixteen happy, dude. We need somebody here. Because we just look. You know what we did? We spent the whole winter watching this cat Jalen Ramsey that we used to have win Super Bowls. Like, we got to figure it out here. We're Jacksonville. Leonard Fournette is the highest paid running back in the game. We're Jacksonville. He plays for Tampa now. I think you're beginning to see, and teams are starting to see this. That if you can get a dominant receiver, you can make an average quarterback look great. Yeah, you need two of them. Mm. Oh, that happened to Matt Stafford. You need two and a half of them. Because Odell Beckham Jr. won that won that Super Bowl for the Rams. We are, I mean, I talk about that all the time. Won the first half. Won the whole thing. Whole thing. Aaron Donald and Von Miller have entered the chat. Who are those? Oh, I know. One of those guys don't even play there because he didn't matter. He's expendable. Von Miller. Won a Super Bowl and bounced to the next Super Bowl winner. Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills? I got Buffalo next year. Winning the whole thing? Buffalo over Green Bay next year. That's my trend of 2022 is my teams lose at the very end. And you could find out tomorrow as we do the MLB preview. That'll be good. Yeah. Zeke Elliott is not worth $90 million at running back. Oh, obviously not. Alvin Kamara is probably not worth $75 million at running back. Oh, you don't say. They're <laughs> <laughs> not worth anything. Christian McCaffrey, for certain, not worth 64 mil. Christian McCaffrey, healthy, is worth double that. My cat is only 23? That's nuts. Isn't that crazy? Dalvin Cook is not worth 63 mil. Here's the steal. Healthy Dalvin Cook is worth more than that. Derek Henry, Henry makes 50 mil. And he's 26, and that's worth it. Joe Mixon makes 48 mil, and he's 24, and that's worth it. I'm into all those numbers. Leonard Fournette doesn't pop in until, like, 11th overall. Him and James Conner are tied up. on. Austin Eckler makes 24 million? Are you kidding me? Back to our insect talk. We got some uh, centipede fear Stop. in the texture. They'll kill snakes, dude. Centipedes eat snakes. Yeah, they're one of the good bugs. Just like we're talking during the break, we're talking about huntsman spiders. 
the giant, scary, weird face spiders you see in Australia. <laughs> Those are the good spiders. They eat insects in your house. A centipede. You know what that means in Latin? Centipede? Yeah. It means run. Ch- <laughs> children of the earth or something. Don't know if that's accurate. I'm Here's pretty- how. All right, you ever meet, like, a person, like a stranger, and they have, like, tattoos? You meet someone who's got a centipede tattoo? That's a weird person. It's an odd choice, right? That's what I'm saying. Like people who if are. I remember my Latin class. Mm-hmm. Centi, uh huh, means caution, and ped means worm. So it's caution like, worm. It's a caution worm. Pretty sure that's accurate. Vital. I used to go with a gal that had pet snakes, and I knew that she was crazy. And do you know what ended up happening? I ignored all those red flags. That's not really. That's not really the outcome you thought you were going to get to that story, but. She had a lot of other positive qualities. Fred, your dating history has more red flags than a China-Turkey soccer-friendly. <laughs> Josh Dushan, when we get back? Loyal listener, you could write that down. I haven't copywritten that one yet. It's really good. Talking Ice Tubs baseball after the break. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Sports Animal. 3-2 hit high. Deep. Right field. Way back. And that's a walk-off homer. Jason Martin, no doubt about it, to right field. Oklahoma City wins it. 3-2 is the final on opening night here in 2022. Well, I just hate this this Martin cat. I hate everything about him. Welcome to the program, Josh Shushan. Josh, how are you? I'm fabulous, gentlemen. How are you? I mean, pretty good way to start the season. Tough loss for the, guys, for the boys, but pretty good game last night, huh? It was a really good game. Thoroughly enjoying the in-game. Um, pitchers were were really good. I felt that both teams had a reliever came in, issued back-to-back walks that was costly. I felt that the two cut stealings by Isotope's catcher Brian Servin were huge. Surgical. That, um, surgically sniper out there. Surgically sniped down two yeah. would-be base stealers. Uh, I thought that was huge to keep them in the game. Bottom line is the Tubbs didn't score enough runs, but uh, th- there were some really good individual performances last night. It was a fun game. It was a crisp, tidy game as well. Now, I might have accidentally given you boys some incorrect information ah. within the past month, and yeah. I want to um, be honest about this. Remember you were talking about the automated ball strike, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, right, 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 right. Robo-umps, right? Yep. So I'm pretty sure I told you guys that the that's actually not going to be started until May 17th. Oh. It's about one-fourth of the way into the season, uh-huh. so they're okay. basically beta testing. What I was wrong about, what I thought, was that the umpires were going to be hearing whether it's a ball or a strike for the first six weeks to get used to it. In reality, they are not hearing anything yet. They are not connected to the umpires or anything like that. So, um, so they're continuing to do beta testing in press boxes, but... They're, the umpires are oblivious to what the computer says if it's a ball or a strike yet. So are you, you're not broadcasting from the press box. You're broadcasting from the broadcast booth, row, right? Or are you able to hear this yeah, thing? It's the same. It's the oh, same it's all thing. the same there? Yeah. So all right, so you're able to get that feedback while you're up there? No, no, no. I'm not getting any oh, of it. Oh, good. No, okay. There's some guys in front of a computer somewhere away from right, me. A couple nerds. No. It's a couple yeah, nerds. It's not sitting next to me. Um, so, yeah, there's that. And then also the, um, there's a grace period for the faster pitch clock. So this year it is 14 seconds between right. between pitches if there's no one on base, 19 seconds if there's someone on base. There is a grace period. I just learned this right before first pitch yesterday. The, I was talking to the umpires, and they said, no, there's a grace period. April 15th is when that will be uh, enforced. Hmm. That said, 
again, they wanted guys to practice. Two hours and 36 minutes last night. Incredible. Okay. That's, well, I mean, it was two to three, which Correct. might set a record for the Pacific Coast League. <laughs> <laughs> what was going on last night? What happened well, to the bat? I mean, five shutout innings, right? For the yeah. whole, I mean, what's going on there, good guys? Well, look, there, there was a lot of really good pitchers who threw last night. Ryan Pepio is probably the top Dodger starting pitching prospect, and he was really good for four innings. And then there's this guy named Darian Nunez. He looks like a Rollis Chapman with his delivery. Now, he doesn't throw 103, but he throws really hard, and he has this unbelievable changeup. And that dude was filthy last night coming out of the bullpen. So the Dodgers threw some really good arms, and the Isotopes threw some really good arms too last night. Ryan Felter looked great. Nate Greep, Justin Lawrence, Ben Bowden all looked really good. So it's what you – I mean, look, opening night, it's usually your best pitchers. <laughs> it's usually low-scoring games on opening night. Well, and speaking of pitching, I mean, Frank Duncan's going tonight. It's been a couple days – you know, he's a Kansas guy, man. So it's yes. been a couple days since Kansas has won the ship. I'm going to assume he's recovered from celebrating. Well, I mean, what's 50 going to do on the mound tonight? He looking good? Well, last year when Frank Duncan started, the isotopes were 12-3. and three. All right, Pretty good. Pretty good. Right, and you know he's just going to pound the strike zone. He's going to throw a whole bunch of two sinkers that look like they're going right down the middle, and then by the time you swing, you hit the bottom of the bat, you roll over a ground ball to shortstop. That happens a lot when he's on the mound. All right, Josh, the boys have their fantasy baseball drafts. Tonight. Oh, we do. We got our big draft tonight. Are, are you in one league or multiple leagues? Good question. I used to be in one. I'm in none this year. Thanks oh, my God, advice. none this year? Yeah, thanks for the invite. Okay, scratch. Oh, well, I have a waiting list of like 20 people. This, okay. this league's been going for like 15 years, but if there was a spot, it would be yours. Also, Josh, Josh if you'd like to co-manage, I would like to find more reasons to text you. Okay. So maybe me and you could, like, we could go in together or whatever, go have these. Just the, the last two times that I played, I won the league and I lost in the championship round. Humble brag is what Humble that is. Brag. Yeah, that's what that's yeah. called in the industry. You know that yeah. that might be a really good idea for you, Fred. Is you have like a rotating list of co-managers because <laughs> Josh Fred just wants to do the draft and drink beer and then party on opening day the next day and not touch his team for the next six months. Seriously, the, the key to fantasy baseball is you have to be very aggressive in making changes the first three weeks of the season. You are. And then you it's are just about managing right. your lineup. Just, just making sure that the backup catcher is in there when the backup catcher needs to be in there and all that stuff. I'm, I'm, I mean, you two know better than anyone. I don't like work. I'm not a big work guy. I'm not trying to live that life. Uh, thing to look most forward to tonight, Josh, is what? Okay, well, I'm going to play a little game with you guys. Oh, I'm going to lose. And, and the game is going to be terrible if you guys have checked my Twitter within the last hour, so don't cheat. Okay, deal. Okay, the Dodgers, Oklahoma get, get City your hand, Dodgers. Get your hands tonight. off that computer, Fred. <laughs> Oklahoma City Dodgers tonight have a starting lineup that includes the former these former major leaguers, Eddie Alvarez, Jake Lamb, Kevin Pillar, Zach McKinstry, Andy Burns, Jason Martin, and Tony Walters, the former isotope and former Rocky. Would you guys like to guess how many combined Major League Baseball games those guys have played in their career? Oh, my gosh. Again, Eddie Alvarez, Jake Lamb, Kevin Pillar, Zach McKinstry, Andy Burns, Jason Martin, and Tony Walters. Seven of the nine for OKC have played in the Major Leagues. I got a number. I'm going to go first because I don't know. I'm going to say 10,000. Okay. I'm going way below that. Okay. I'm going about 3,500. Oh, you guys both were way over. Oh. Oh, okay. Still 2,302. That is so many, though. That is so many. In in my head, Jake Lamb played for a decade. This in my head. Jake Lamb played 664 games in the majors. Oh, that's way less than I thought. Former All-Star. Kevin Pillar has played 1,029 games in the major leagues. 
And then the other guys are, you know, 400 for Walters, 36 for Alvarez. Still, you're talking about a AAA lineup that's got 2,302 Major League Baseball games, 7,327 Major League at-bats. That's like a true quadruple-A team, isn't it? Tell you what, boys, I spent enough time on baseball reference adding up all those numbers. You better believe I was going to use them in a crosstalk, and you better believe I'm going to use those multiple times tonight. Nice. If I wasted 30 to 45 minutes of my life looking that up and on the calculator, you better believe I'm going to use it. How can how does the guy who added up all those games not have a fantasy league this year? That's the question. <laughs> yeah. Because everyone got scared of me beating them. Ooh. I don't hate that. <laughs> you shush, that's what you need. Like, and obviously you're super busy already. I just need like, give me the daily picks. Like, who's the daily? Because you don't have to play a season long. You play a daily. Sure. Like, we gotta we gotta figure that out. Of the new faces you saw last night, Josh, who made that biggest impact to you with the eye test? Sean Bouchard. Yeah. Sean Bouchard is a young man who played baseball at UCLA last year. He was at Double A. He made his Triple A debut last night. He had an RBI single. He had a couple of fly balls that were hit hard. He made a nice play over at first base. And, um, yeah, just liked him. Liked what I saw. He's back in there tonight. He moved up from eighth to sixth in the lineup. Speaking of early favorites, what new concession item are you most excited about? Oh, good question. The Ichiwawa uh, barbecue yeah, the sandwich. Ichiwawa. You excited for that one? Yeah. I mean, just saying Ichiwawa. I mean, I don't even know. It doesn't even matter what's in it. You just go up to a, to a, to the counter and you say, I'd like an Ichiwawa sandwich. Like, that's just fun. You put a little accent. All right. You going hands only on this, or are you going knife and fork? Good question. Ooh. Um, well, I got to work, so knife and fork. Okay. I can't, I can't get the scorebook dirty. I wash my hands like nine times a day. I'm, like, terrified of my scorebook getting dirty. <laughs> Why is my favorite player LJ Hatch? Is it because he went to New Mexico State and his last name is Hatch, and I just really feel a connection to him? Yes. Yeah, he seems like a cool dude. And also, last year, one of my favorite moments of the year, we were here in Oklahoma City. He had a whole bunch of friends and family that were here. So he's originally from Kansas. Then he went to New Mexico State. Okay, good And decision. there was not a lot of people in the stands. It was a day game. It's in September. And I just decided, you know what? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to press record on my phone here. And I'm going to film his family Creepy. as I do play-by-play. Dude hit a home run. Oh, sweet. His first AAA home run. And I'm sitting there describing it and going back and forth between his family going nuts and him running around the bases. It was so cool. It's a beautiful thing. Super it was sweet. Pure luck. But sometimes, you know, the stars align and you get this great moment on film. Ice Topes tonight. It's Frank Duncan for the good guys. Robbie Erlin for the bad guys. I don't know him well. I know he's a lefty. Are you excited to see the team team get an opportunity on a left hander? Yeah. You know, Earl, Earl, so this is two guys that are in their 30s. I mean, Robbie Erlin's been around for a while. He's pitched in Japan. He's got a bunch of time in the big leagues with the Padres. He's been with the Pirates and the Braves. Um, you know, it's a guy who's got a big-time curveball. So this is this is what makes AAA baseball really fun is you've got this 31-year-old who's pitched all over the world, and he's back at AAA, and he's going to face 22-year-old Ryan Valade, you know, and Sean Bouchard in his second game at AAA, and you just have these really interesting matchups, which I think, um, you know, just the storylines at AAA are always just so fascinating. You never know who's going to be on the mound. Again, if you're showing up tonight in Oklahoma City and you're like, Kevin Pillar's in the lineup? Yes, Kevin Pillar's in the lineup. <laughs> and Robbie Erlin back from Japan is pitching, and the Topes are going to destroy both of them. Oh, I got the last one. So the last one is, Josh, uh, are the Isotopes 500 after this one tonight? Of course. I love that. We miss anything, Big Dog? Nope.
I like it. You were on in 15 minutes. Uh, everyone, so hang out with us. We're going to wrap this one and then hang through to the Ice Toast broadcast tonight, which I recently learned will be over in less than two hours and 45 minutes. So that's, that's pretty exciting for a fan. Factual statement. Josh Dushan, best in the business. Talk to you guys soon. He's very Thanks, good. Josh. All right. Very good. Didn't mean to cut you off in that last one, man. No, that's okay. I mean, I could talk to Josh ad nauseum. Like, a baseball mind like that, like, I just want to go, go, go. Yeah. And, you know, we station's got to get paid. we got to go to the commercial eventually. Right. Well, and, yeah. and, like, every conversation you have with Josh is, like, really great. Just ask him. He'll tell you. Sure. That's that's the Shushan energy when it, when it comes to baseball. Like, if I'm like, hey, Shushan, let's go, like, play some disc golf. He's like, I, he's like, none of that is baseball. Right. So that's not even baseball adjacent. I'm like, well, I'll wear, a, I'll wear like, a Cardinals jersey. He's like, Dead. I still know. Yeah, he was like, I prefer you to not still talk know. to me until spring training. You learned your lesson. It hurt. It hurt. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610, D, Sports Animal. Van, during the commercial break, do you feel like Van talk? Van, do you feel like Vital talks to me like he's my stepdad? Uh, I feel like anyone who knows you well ends up talking to you like your stepdad. I don't want to be anybody's stepdad. I don't care what you think, Mike. I just because my mom loves you. Okay, I, oh. sure you don't, Vital. I've seen your search history. Yeah. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Vital, you don't know this, but when you leave your computer on in the production room and you like you run out for like, well, I don't know, restroom, whatever you got to do. Like, I literally sprint in there to look at your search history. <laughs> You're not the first. I'm like, I got to know. And you never talk about it, but I never have you pegged as a brony. Yeah, that's a weird thing. That is weird. Yeah. But to each their own. Yeah, what is that? Is it like a brownie that's blonde? Oh, you don't know what a brownie is? I just said what I thought it was. Like I have no males, idea. Males who are really into My Little Pony. What? Yeah, it's a, it's a thing. Like the TV show? And the figures and the lifestyle and the coloring books and the sticker packs. From and, like the 80s? Yeah. It's a big deal. There's a... a hilariously dark documentary on bronies i highly recommend everyone watch like the thing that punky brewster had up in her like the toy in her room my little pony yeah i know like exactly. rain, like rainbow bright or rainbow dash i have i have a daughter so i know these things are you are you projecting right now no. are you actually a vanilla flavored brownie <laughs> i'm vanilla flavored everything you've it's You've seen my 23 and me. I, no, I have not. I, I told you I don't trust 23 and me because of my weird conspiracy theories about the Mormon religion. We've talked about this. But they're so nice. Vital, I will never, ever register with Ancestry.com. And if you put my name on there, third party, and I find out about it, there will be repercussions. I mean, you consensually have to give, like, hair or blood. Like, if somebody, like, registers you for Ancestry.com and then sneaks in through your window and gets a lock of your hair and draws blood, that's a little labor-intensive and quite felonious. I cut my fingernails in parking lots. I don't care. Uh, like, I will leave my DNA basically everywhere. I The office chairs in this studio haven't been swapped out in five or six years. Like uh, this, More like ten. Ten years. This room is a Petri dish of 23 and ancestors. Well, I don't know. We did clean it once. It's <laughs> Now, to be fair. Mm, to be fair. To be fair. Thank you. Sometimes I got to edit some stuff late at night or whatever. And I'm, I mean, during render time, I will, I'll will i put a little wipe down on. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Oh, gosh, no. I would never 23 and me. Never, ever, never. I was curious how Irish I am. 
uh, if I've been celebrating the wrong holiday. Because, like, whoopsie, yeah, maybe yeah. the family tree split a long time ago, and I should have been celebrating Cinco de Mayo this right. whole time. You, you've always said that. You're always like, I'm a yeah. 5th of May guy. No, no I am uh, <laughs> 82% English and Irish. So if you, could, if you couldn't tell by my face. Hey, Vital, Van needed a 23andMe because he didn't know how to look in the mirror. Like, you're, yeah. you're 100% that thing. I just wanted to make sure that it wasn't, like, a lot of German hiding in me. Like, no offense to the Germans, but... You know, history. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. yeah. I don't like going to, to war against things unless it's, like, to help people. I'm not of a warring culture. And finally on that, like, Ellis Island, and then that's it for me. I don't care about anything before then. Like, I'll go back as far as Ellis Island. I'm like, cool, we're here. Like, this is, that's it. Like, it's done to me. Like, hey, Fred, where are you from? Ellis Island. Or even, like, two generations back. Like, I could stop there. Like, I didn't know those people. Oh, like, great, great? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know my grandma's mom. I don't know my grandma's mom's mom. Like, yeah. Why would I know those? And their accomplishments have nothing to do with you. Heck no. Like, even the previous generation, it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to take credit for that. And it, it's like, how do you relate? Like, if my grandma is like, yeah, when we were a kid, we used to fish ice out of the Mississippi River and take it down to the sawmill so they could put it in underground to store it for many seasons to help keep the... The the harvest cool and I'm like grandma that's made up she's like it's not that's a very real thing very real thing yeah the the covered wagon would come to town and they'd make fresh ice cream for us kids on Sundays and we'd eat it on a cracker and I'm like grandma that is that is a made up story that's fictitious she's like no that was literally my childhood I don't get it I can't relate in your defense she does drink a lot of cough syrup no she doesn't because she doesn't trust it. <laughs> If my grandma gets a sore throat by towel, she's like, she's like, well, just uh, rest your head over a boiling pot and put a towel over it, and that'll capture the moisture and it'll clear. And I'm like, Grandma, that's not medicine. Boil me some lavender, some yeah. whippet, and some comfrey. <laughs> the Lakers missed the playoffs. <laughs> nice. Some cat bet ten grand on him before the season started in the preseason. And made about one hundred fifty. He made one hundred fifty k. Hey, also, if you're a dude who just bets ten grand on a random preseason Lakers bet, number one, you don't care if you win, and number two, that 160 is already put back into bets. He don't have that money. And you know whose fault this is? Uh, LeBron James. It's LeBron it's James. LeBron James's fault. Oh, you know the scoring champion? Ah, who, LeBron, who almost averaged a triple double yeah. for his whole season. It's LeBron James's yep. fault. Yep. Such a loser. Everything about him can't do anything. Forget yep. that guy. I don't even know why he ever picked up a basketball. Hey, just retire. Here's what I'm saying. Uh, talk louder, but stop dribbling. Yeah. Yeah. LeBron, he's just a compiler anyway. Speak up and he's stop not, dribbling. He's not that good. He's pretty good. He's just adding up numbers. Opening day tomorrow. Van, any final words? Too much for the time allotted, but I'll tell you what. Anything we didn't cover, make sure you check out the opening drive tomorrow with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. A. Marie's here. She's going to make the baseball game work. Good job, everyone. GG. Check out the MLB preview tomorrow, Burke. <laughs>